You're listening to a podcast from 702. No two. Food feature. It is now 17 minutes past one. And let's take you to Dunkeld. And we've got um, the the general manager at 10 Bompas. Uh, that's a 10 Bompas Hotel, Wine House and Space. Mitch uh, Gemmel joining us now. So uh, let's find out what their offering is because this is a contemporary boutique hotel with a limited number of rooms. And it's got this peaceful garden setting um, where you can conduct your business or even just have a lazy lunch the food is delicious and they have an incredible wine collection mitch thank you for joining us hello hi how are you i'm very good thank you um memories have just come flooding back of just wonderful afternoons spent in that garden attend bompers enjoying great food and good company but just take us back into the history of this boutique hotel i've always been curious so um, a little bit more on the property would basically be, you know, so we the, the property is 10 Bompers Hotel, uh, Wine House Restaurant, mm. and then Space is our conference centre. Um, the hotel itself has been around for about 27 years. Wow. Um, it started off originally as the private home of one of the owners. And, um, yeah, he bought it out and it belonged to his mom. He bought it over and then he turned it into a 10-bedroom hotel. Um it stayed like that for a pretty long time, and then about what seven or eight years ago, they bought the property next door, and that was when they opened up Space, which is our conference center. Mm-hmm. Wow, and still going strong, twenty-seven years on. And then um, you have the wine house. What's the story there? Because I know there's a quite an interesting tale, even about just the choice of calling it a wine house. So Winehouse basically is, you know, we've got a portrait of Amy Winehouse um, painted by a Polish artist on the wall mm. um, and a lot of pictures, etc., cetera, um, revolving around Amy Winehouse. So the name kind of has a bit of a double barrel. So yeah. It's <laughs> named after Amy Winehouse to a certain extent and then the other side is our love for wines and our beautiful double volume wine cellar that overlooks our terrace and things like that. Yeah, so you moved quickly because, as you say, it's got a double meaning. It's it's lovely. It's lovely, and I'm sure there are others around the world who saw that opportunity, but uh, you've managed to leverage it well. And then you've always had a focus on French cuisine. Um, so what is just take us through the menu, just some of the things that are such standouts and have been loved over the years on this menu and how you've made sure that it reflects this country, that it re- reflects South Africa. Well, I think the most exciting thing for us is um, we've recently gotten a new chef on board. Um, his name is Ross, and he has been a fantastic addition to our team. Um, whereas much of the restaurant has always had a, a French influence mm. and the nice thing about him is he also, um, he's grounded in, in French cooking, but then he brings through a lot of uh, different characteristics from all around the world. So he focuses on a couple of local items and then he'll do, um, he brings in a couple of Asian themes and things. So the nice thing is that we've kind of got a really nice mix at the moment. Mm. Um, and for us, we just love playing with different ideas. Um, we change our menu about four times a year, depending on kind of the seasons and what's going on. Um, We also base our menu a lot around, we've got a vegetable garden on on the property that we try and use to supplement as much as possible into the restaurant. Mm. So for us, it's a lot about what we can play with at the time versus what we're growing in the garden. 
um, and things like that. Yes, and I mean, over the years, I think time and time again, chefs uh, put such an emphasis or have have gone to great lengths to put an emphasis on the quality of the ingredients that that's how you get great food. Exactly. We spend a lot of time meeting with suppliers, finding new suppliers. We've actually just negotiated now with some new butchers, some new fishmongers, things like that. So it's really different um, kind of operations that offer unique products that we can then bring through and, and offer our patrons. Yeah. Um, you you mentioned the garden a little bit earlier on, the, the food garden that uh, gives you some of your produce, but the garden also makes for what, or, or is part of what makes Ten Bompa so unique uh, because it provides that coziness. Um, you feel like you are away in uh, really a, a, a secluded somewhere. You, you're within the city, but it, it feels really secluded. And I think that's the feel that the garden is able to to provide. And you're using that uh, quite quite strongly at the moment because you have these picnics um, that uh, you've put together that happen monthly. Yes, that's the thing. So the property itself is about six thousand square meters, mm-hmm. um, and everything for us is is we love doing things outdoors. Um, we've got the vegetable garden, which is in front of our conference center, is around about six hundred square meters. We've got a beehive. We've got um, a family of owls, which comes back every year. So this year we've we've got a baby that she's running around the property. Um, And what you said is exactly right. You know, you're in the city, but you don't feel like you're in the city. And even when we're busy and there's a lot going on, it's still nice and tranquil and and peaceful. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Our picnics here, we we host a picnic in our garden, um, in front of the vegetable garden. um, And that we do once a month. And it will start again next month. And that'll be, we normally do it the last, uh, the first Sunday of every month. Mm. Um, and then we try also, well, we, we used to do it, but we're hoping to kind of kick it off again as we, we host a jazz Sunday mm. um, where we do a nice uh, four-hour jazz session in the gardens. Um, and for us, the big focus is, is just trying to give young up-and-coming artists a place to showcase um, their talent and without being kind of this really um, super stressful environment and things like that. So, you know, it's a very relaxed day for them to come and show us what they can do. Yes, yes. And I must say that there's something you've managed to maintain quite an era, uh, an air rather, of... um, of discreetness, of discretion, of sophistication at the same time. And you've managed to maintain that so well over the years, that secludedness, the feel that you get when you're there. Um, and I don't, I don't know what the key is, what the secret is, but you've certainly managed to do that well. What is the secret? I think for us, the biggest thing is everything we focus on is, a, is about small individual attention. Yeah. Um, so for us, we're not interested in hosting huge groups and large events and things like that. For us, everything is about being small, intimate, um, you know, the wine dinners that we host, things like that. We limit all of those kind of events, the picnics, all of that to between 30 and 40 people. Um, and at any given time, we don't allow too many people onto the property mm. because obviously with our guests staying in-house and the people that are coming from the outside, um, we prefer to ensure that everyone has got a really nice, relaxed, peaceful environment that they can come and enjoy their time with us. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the monthly wine dinners quickly before we just, uh, before we look at other areas of um, Ten Bompas uh, Hotel and uh, Wine House. 
Tell, tell me about the monthly wine dinners. How do they work? Because it gives us an opportunity to also get a sense of the wine collection. I remember I, for the first time I had the Rupert and Rothschild wine at 10 Bomber. So when I talk about lazy um, afternoons and long, just casual, relaxed lunches, um, they are fond, fond memories of not just great food, but things like new experiences with, um, with wines. So the wine dinners for us are, are an extremely important aspect of our property. Um, not only because it's, it's something that we're really passionate about, but it's, it's a really great opportunity for us to show the public what they could potentially be missing out on with regards to the incredible wines that we have in this country. Um, so we basically follow the process of, you know, we sit down with a farm, we go through their, their selection our chef sits with us, we taste everything, we do sample tastings, we make sure that everything pairs mm. to the best of our abilities and things like that. And then we bring it all through in the evening and, and we normally do a three-course um, a three-course meal paired with wines um, and then we do an arrival wine. And then, like I say, you know, we keep the, the numbers relatively low and that way every single person that comes to one of our wine dinners has access to the winemaker or the wine representative, whoever's um, hosting the dinner for that night. You know, they can ask questions, but it's not on a large scale, so nobody needs to be worried about saying something wrong or <laughs> anything like that. So, you know, everyone can just have a private conversation with the wine maker on the side if they don't want to ask yeah. um, in front of everyone. So for us, again, it's that kind of keeping it simple, but keeping it intimate and, and just making the wine and food kind of talk for itself. Mm. So how have you been affected um, due to the COVID-19 uh, pandemic and also the lockdown, of course, because the areas of your business, conferencing, the hotel and um, the restaurant uh, belong to sectors that have been quite hard hit? Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, unfortunately for us, like a lot of people out there, you know, um, March last year, we were looking at running our best month to date um, you know, the hotel was sitting at 85%. The restaurant was full. Conferencing was full. Um, then lockdown was announced, and we basically came in the next morning to hundreds of emails, everything just cancelling. Mm. And we went from virtually full to completely empty overnight. Yeah. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, since then, it's it's been an uphill battle. You know, we try our best. Every time we start to gain a bit of momentum again, then a new lockdown comes, and, and you know, the the ban of alcohol after 8 o'clock and things like that is, is also it makes it a bit difficult because, you know, we want people to come and enjoy themselves and mm. you need to be, we have to close at 9 o'clock at the moment. So mm. it does create a few challenges because you, you know, dinner is now rushed instead of being a really nice relaxing experience. Well, I'll encur- I would encourage people to really take advantage of uh, the setting, particularly for lunches into the evening. As you say, dinners now become uh, quite rushed. Um, so... Yes. That's why, you know, we've continued to uh, give this kind of profile opportunity to restaurants and businesses uh, as we talk about food in this particular segment. It's precisely that so that we can at least uh, remind our, um, our listeners that they exist and they still need your support. So how do our listeners go about making a booking? So um, just, just quickly before we get onto that, I just wanted to let you know. So basically what we've done as with regards to helping kind of people get out and about mm. and um, still be able to have those date nights and not have to worry about rushing home and things like that. We've got a really nice date night special at the moment that we're running. So, you know, you can come for dinner, 
We do dinner for two in your room with a lovely setup in front of your fireplace and, oh, nice. and things like that. Nice. So, you know, you can take your time, you can relax, you can at least, you don't need to worry about rushing home and, and all of those things. So, you know, if anyone's interested, they can also contact, when they contact us, we'll tell them all about those kind of specials that we're running. Mm, so you're using your advantage. That is an advantage. Yeah. Absolutely. So exactly. where do we get the details? Um, okay, so if you want to give us a call, you can find us on 011-325-2442 um, or you can email reservations at mix, which is mix.co.za um, and then we're also available, our website is www.tenbompas.com and then Facebook and Instagram, um, we are at 10 Bompas Hotel. Fantastic. Mitch, lovely to connect. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, and we hope to see you soon. Yep, that is the general manager of Ten Bompers Hotel, Winehouse and Space.